Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. Welcome to the 1,500th episode of The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. This is a very special occasion. I mean, you make a big deal out of episode 1,000. We're going to make a big deal out of episode 2,000. But I think we should make a big deal out of episode 1,500, right? I've got some friends here with me, and we're going to do Mickey Mouse roll call because we've got some VIPs in the room who have joined us, and they are all team up my influence. Uh, people that you, uh, if you're working with us, uh, you see them all over the place. Uh, if you're not working with us, you might not get to see, you know, what makes this amazing thing work, um, both between the podcast, of course, all the impact we have, you know, serving audiences, and of course, working with clients, that sort of thing. And by the way, if you have no clue what up my influence is or does, um, maybe we could share a little behind the scenes of like what we do or whatever. So if you're curious, um, but with us today, uh, I've got my good friend of decades, uh, Elisa Nolan, who is also our chief operating officer. Uh, by the way, I'd love Elisa if we could kind of maybe kind of do a little uh, bio after I kind of go through everyone, because I, 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 I'd love for you to share some of the things that you've done historically, uh, particularly kind of in the uh, in the mill spouse world, um, which we have um, we have lots of military connections uh, within our organization. Kimberly, uh, Kimberly, also Kimberly, what do we call you? What is your current title? You've risen through the ranks. You've been with us for a long time. You are absolutely our our VIP. You oversee all of our pod coaches. You kind of oversee all of our client success. What what do we, Lisa, what do we call Kimberly? Uh, Concierge system manager. Yes. Kimberly uh, often is on with me. Uh, we do a lot of Zoom calls together uh, when we are advocating for our client success and, you know, troubleshooting, trying to get them across the finish line. Um, and then certainly, well, I, I you do lead most of those calls. Uh, but even like when we're also exploring potential new relationships, Kimberly does some really fantastic work. Uh, Angelique, uh, and then we've got three of our amazing pod coaches. And we'll talk about what a pod coach is and like where we came up with that term. We've got Angelique, Angelique, Sabrina, and Catherine, thank you so much, ladies, for joining us. Very excited to be here. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Well, Elisa, you are, uh, you know, in that you are our chief operating officer. Would you maybe just, uh, I think, you know, for those who are interested, would you kind of like talk about like, who is up my influence? Like, what do we do and like, what are we doing behind the scenes? And like, what does it take to run a company um, like we do? Well, first of all, um, I've been with the company for about six and a half years now. And uh, when I started 
I think we maybe had a handful of inner of uh, thoughtful entrepreneur episodes, and now we're up to our 1500th. So, I mean, podcasts strive for that kind of goal. Yeah. Um, what we do here at Up My Influence, you know, we really believe in uh, democratizing voices because everybody's got a message that is worthy to share with the world. And that's the kind of um, feeling that we want our all of our clients to be able to share. So yeah, uh, we really, you know, COVID took us to a new place from where we had been. Um, because prior to that, we had been uh, handling mostly PR related um, responsibilities, you know, um, answering journalists uh, requests, um, promoting uh, our clients to other podcasts, but COVID, like it did with everybody else, you know, hit the company hard. And we well, had to and, and thankfully, I mean, we had, I mean, really just very, very grateful. It was Sonia Gomez who was in this kind of story, because um, and, and to our friend that's listening to us, right? That sometimes you adapt to what the market is asking for, what the market needs. And we were doing good PR work. Um, and it was Sonia Gomez had an opportunity because so we had developed an internal sales system. Right. right. And we can talk a little bit about that. Um, and it was really delivering for us. And right. when Sonia came to us, she yep. had this brilliant idea of doing podcast interviews for her own business. Yeah. And, you know, she, she, based on the very short amount of work we did, landed six figures mm -hmm. uh, in about 45 days. And it became the model originally for what we're doing now. I mean, obviously we've developed it and we've uh, updated it to oh, yeah. make it more in, in tune with, you know, today's market. But I mean, what a catalyst that was yeah. for us. And it's just been amazing how we've been able to develop that into the system we have today. I want to say it was about an eight month window where we went from only offering PR and media consulting services to ending all of those contracts. We, some, some of them, you know, we had, we had several, we lost right at the beginning of COVID. And then we, I think maybe about five, six months later, we, we communicated to the others, uh, Hey, we're going to get out of this business where, you know, we had, and it's really interesting because I think we had, you know, when a company goes to an identity shift like that um some of some of my ego you know and our, i think our ego because we do we we're doing okay pr work but hey i guess you know um what what i what we can do better than anyone right now is you know work with coaches consultants b2b service providers agency owners and uh help them network at a pace with super amazing guests and and connections at a pace you know, you just can't do in any other way. Um, that that's what we're able to replicate um, for them. So, um, and it, again, it was kind of unintentional, really. Just kind of it accident. Really was. You know? I mean, yeah. And thank, and thank goodness, what an inspiration that Sonia gave to us. Yeah. Um, to transform the company into what we yeah. are today. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and, and Elisa, can you maybe uh, just kind of give a quick overview of like who works within the organization and, and kind of what are the kind of the departments or like what, what do we do on a day-to-day basis behind the oh scenes? Oh my goodness. <laughs> we have a lot of moving parts uh, to which we I am very, very grateful that, that I don't have to be super involved in that. You and, the, the, you know, everyone else like, like, I don't know, I'll let you kind of share your observation on that. <laughs> well, um, we help people build podcasts. We've developed the system to keep them out of lead gen forever. Um, you know, it's it's all about organic growth. It's all about networking with the right people, um, building brands. In addition, we also do production for podcasts. So we're taking, you know, your raw episode and we're creating it into something that's beautiful along with, you know, artwork, micro content, because that's huge right now. Um, We are consulting on people's social media strategy. So we've got a lot of, a lot of fingers in the podcast world Mm pie and this is a great opportunity to bring in my good friend, Kimberly, because Kimberly actually oversees a huge portion of the company. So Kimberly, welcome. <laughs> Hello. Hi. <laughs> and Kimberly, um, Lisa, have you ever been, yes, you, Kimberly, or Lisa, you've been on a podcast. I think you were maybe on episode 1000. Uh, we I had was, another. Yes, and I was little, too. Five hundred. Oh, okay. Well, then, Kimberly, this is your third podcast appearance, at least that we know it of. Is. <laughs> All right. What if 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 it, do you? Where was the other podcast that that you've appeared on? It was a Disney scrapbooking pod, podcast. So I've been an avid scrapbooker, and I love Disney. So I was talking about a huge epic trip that we went to Disney World. Um, right before my husband passed away. So it was this, it was really cool. I will say I was hiding in my closet because my kids were younger. (laughs) You recorded your podcast in the closet. Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I did. And it was over a phone call before, like not Zoom. So I would rather do it over Zoom because because personally, I'm very animated and I like to talk with my hands. So I was doing that while we were, you know, recording anyway. (laughs) That's, so, that's yeah. great. That's great. And 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 Kimberly, um, just uh, you know, because Elisa had mentioned, you know, about the fact that we've now launched well more than a hundred podcasts. And by the way, if anyone's curious to see, um, and you're listening to this, and if you have any interest in being a guest on a podcast, we've launched well over a hundred interview podcasts. Some of them we are um, still involved in kind of actively um, matching guests um, for our clients who are podcasters. They're all interview podcasts. Um, You can go to upmyinfluence.com, hover over podcast, and you'll see a link that says 50 plus podcasts um, seeking guests or something like that. And um, so, um, you know, again, just kind of behind the scenes, um, you know, our strategy, you know, is podcasts have so many benefits uh, that um, I'd say that, you know, if you're hosting a podcast, oftentimes I think most podcasters get into it because they have big dreams of growing a big audience and getting a lot of value from that audience. Um, That's a grind. 
it really is a lot of work to get value from podcast audiences. When I say value, it's really interesting because you see that podcasts are an amazing tool for building relationship. Um, emotional connection, but podcast audiences notoriously just kind of are doing their thing. <laughs> like they feel like they know you, they like you, but you know, getting them to get off the podcast and then come find you or buy your book or whatever, like it's a big ask to do that. So meanwhile, what we've discovered is that, you know, the networking that you could do through podcasting is unlike anything else. Like think of the best to our, you know, to a business, um, you know, maybe a consultant or, you know, let's think of the most productive conference you've ever been to and the networking that you uh, got from that. Like that was probably pretty good for your business. Guess what? It's like that every single week for me and our clients. Like I love getting to build a personal relationship. So when you're listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur, you're usually hearing me, like this is the first time I'm getting to know um, who will likely become a lifelong friend. Uh, and I love those collaboration conversations where we can kind of say, hey, you know, is there anything I can do for you? You know, we kind of figure it out. Um, and it's like that for all of our clients too. And, and when you show up in a positive way, uh, good stuff happens, right, Kimberly? Yeah. What are, what are some of the outcomes that, that maybe we help um, with our clients? Like, what are, the, what are they trying to solve? The outcomes that they're trying to solve? Yeah, what, what do they want? Um, clients? <laughs> yeah, clients is a big one. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 no, uh, that, no one's usually going to, uh, um, you know, turn down uh, potential client conversations. Yes. That happens yes. quite a bit. Uh, par um, partners. Uh, yes, uh, JV partners, um, collaborations. Um, that's, you know, and and getting their audience out there, you know, like getting a lot of them are wanting to get their message out. So that that helps as well. Yeah. Um, connecting with influencers, investors, uh, like, you know, those friends that, um, you know, podcasting, if you use it well, could become the ultimate make friends button. It and, really is. Uh, and it's just like, if you had that device where, you know, you could identify someone and go, oh man, I, I'd, I'd love to build a relationship with that person. Well, a podcast might be a great way. <laughs> so there's application for, for many of us. All right. Um, going through uh, the rest, um, Catherine, you have some unique things that, that you do uh, within the organization. Would you mind sharing a little bit about what you do? Oh, oops, oh, your microphone's muted. Yeah. I'll tell you, to, not yet. We're going to go to Sabrina first, and, and then Catherine, I'll let you uh, work on the, the microphone there. Sabrina, also uh, one of our pod coaches, and then I think you've got some kind of unique uh, skills uh, that are very valuable uh, for folks like we serve. But um, would you mind maybe just sharing, like, when did you, how did you get connected with Up My Influence, and, and what do you do today? Um, I just got connected through Elisa. It was a, a great opportunity. Um, we know each other from outside the company, and I you, you really can, you can share how that is, <laughs> is, is, is through Wow, right? Uh, yeah, yes. World, World of Warcraft. <laughs> All right, we are genuine geeks. <laughs> Nerd right, alert so, over here. <laughs> okay, but but for those who don't understand, like how. How does WoW work as like a community instead of just like a game that you play? 
Um, well, the, you have the opportunity to have guilds so people from all around the world can group together and be like a an in-game family kind of thing. And yeah, we've all become really, really close. So yep. How many folks are in your guild? Oh gosh, over a hundred. Not wow. all active, but we probably have a good 25, 30 that are active. Oh, well, that's awesome. So got connected through gaming and now we get to work together. How fun. Yeah. Cool. Sorry, Sabrina, I kind of interrupted. <laughs> I, I, I knew an interesting bit of trivia and I wanted to <laughs> Not offer the opportunity to have that shared. But I, I enjoy um, building out podcast pages and branding it to their website. Yeah, that's great. And, and what do you do on a day-to-day -day basis with clients aside from that? I reach out. I help with uh, Podmatch and getting them their ideal clients of who they would like to have on their show. Yeah. Podmatch, by the way, great tool. We love Alex and those guys over at Podmatch. Um, it's a great uh, tool for connecting um, shows and 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 uh, it's relative, very inexpensive. Um, but yeah, it's a great way of connecting shows and guests. Um, so yeah, just to just, just give a little color to, to what you had mentioned. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Sabrina. Uh, Catherine, uh, let's see. Let's test to see how you're doing audio-wise. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. It, yep, yep. I'm sorry. It, and if you could, yeah, maybe turn it up or just lean forward to the mic or whatever, just so we make sure. Sometimes my mic comes in a little hot. It has nothing to do with the volume of my voice. Yes, it, it has everything to do with that. But um, yeah, Catherine, what do you do? I'm, I'm also a pod coach as well. Um, I have several clients that I help and work with and um, help them also coach um, so they have good um, episodes. Yeah. But you also do something unique for us. Oh, I am also the LinkedIn uh, makeover. Um, Guru. Guru, yes. Is our <laughs> specialist. No, I was going to say, I called you a specialist earlier today. So I think the LinkedIn makeover specialist. Yes. Sounds good. Yeah. I was going to say, she not too many people get to put everybody look good. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, why is LinkedIn, why, uh, why do we care about LinkedIn or why should anyone, why should someone care about their LinkedIn profile? Um, I like it because um, it, if you have a really well um, laid out LinkedIn profile, it's basically like your resume mm. for your business. Um, you want it to look well and um, show your authority and and I, I think people check out that page a lot and gauge um, off of that, like, do I want to do work with you? Do I want to, you know, maybe connect? So I, I think it's um, something that everyone should utilize and have Definitely. it. Definitely. I mean, you only get that one shot as at a first impression and, and LinkedIn is like your billboard. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. You know, there's kind of those vanity search results. So we look at, you know, particularly in B2B sales. Um, one thing that's inevitable is, you know, if you are a consultant coach, you know, agency, like folks are going to check you out. Like they want to know what people say about you. They, they want to kind of get the 411 on you. And so don't be surprised if they do a Google search on you and see what Google has to say about you. Um, it's one thing I've been pretty mindful of over the years. And um, if you search for my name, LinkedIn's going to be on page one of the Google search results. I know that. And, um, you know, LinkedIn gives you 
pretty much carte blanche to say whatever you want on your LinkedIn profile. So you may as well make it exceptionally guest centric, you know, it's like, here's what, here's how, here's why we should connect, you know, here's, here's the value I could bring you in your life kind of thing. So Catherine, you do measurably valuable work with us. Thank you so much. And it's great to have you on happy the, the 1500th happy hour, uh, Angelique, uh, I, 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 you can't see this right now. If you're listening to the audio pod, podcast, but you've got the uh, Northern lights behind you. Um, <laughs> yes, because like, um, I'm on night shift now again. Um, I just recently got back for, to to Manila um, from Florida, so not right now um, I just want it to be pretty <laughs> and not too dark. Yeah, our, our yes. world traveler, Angelique. Uh, <laughs> yeah, tell tell us about your work. Um, yes, I'm a pod coach as well, and um, like Sabrina, I am working. Um, I work with clients on their pa- pages too, and building out their pages and. Um, um, seeking cli- um, guest potential guest for them on Podmatch. So I've been working with AUMI right now for seven months, and yeah. it's a great opportunity. I'm just so happy to be here because aside from like working with clients, I get to um, have access to those workshops as well. With Joss, it's really valuable because um, being a business owner as well. I mean, like it's like working with you and have access to those um, workshops tremendously like it's 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 um it's really helpful for my yeah, our, our members area you know we mm-hmm. um I, i'd say we got really serious about this about a month or i'm sorry about a year and a couple of months ago um where we and you know to again to other agency owners and consultants um i read a really good book um the business of belonging uh, i forget the author's name it'll come to me um maybe um but you know it really um, he really encouraged you to allow your clients to connect with one another. And so we moved from, you know, just kind of using Slack and a, a very simple LMS learning management system to, you know, to Mighty Networks, um, which we love. And so Mighty Networks now is this just kind of, it's this alive community that it's private, we own it, it's exclusive, and we provide a lot of resources there, but we also allow our clients to kind of interact with that content. And so um, what what we started doing, and again, um, man, uh, you know, you, you all have helped so much on this, like we have a really good members area today. And one thing that we started doing um, fairly early on is that anytime a client asked us a question and they were like, wait a minute, we've had that question before. Um, We now are pretty good uh, Elisa and, and Kimberly, I know particularly, you know, you oversee this of like listening for questions and building a remarkable library of every conceivable move on the chessboard regarding our processes and our systems um, is creating great resources, both video. There's a lot of videos. <laughs> There's a lot of me, but I'm not the only one in there teaching different stuff, um, you know, so that we can uh, ensure that our clients are successful. I mean, truly just trying to make the ultimate dummy proof system. Um, and uh, Absolutely. I mean, we just... Our vast library of video training um, we have shown over and over again is, you know, when our clients really tap into that, they are seeing success coming right out the door. 
Yeah. Yeah. So what's really nice is our pod coaches um, get to not just be coaches themselves, but um, they get to be curators of the content that's already. So, so when we teach a principle, uh, all of our team gets to get up to date on, oh, that's how you answer that kind of question or whatever. So now um, I love that our whole team and everyone's empowered because everyone has access to answers, right? They don't have to you know, give a 15 minute lesson themselves. They could if they needed to, but it's already been documented. So like I've already recorded the lesson, the video, and we've already created the SOPs that go along with that. Um, but yeah, so, so it's almost like, and this is by the way, to, you know, to, um, if you want to scale an agency, if you want to scale a consultancy and right now you as the founder, like you're having to spend way too much time, um, one-on-one -on -one time with all of your clients. I'd love to, I just don't have the bandwidth to serve over a hundred clients. <laughs> like I can't, like, that's why we need a team to do it. Um, but why we've really tried to, um, you know, provide high touch service in a way, um, where it doesn't have to be me. Uh, right, but right. And, you know, we've, we've found that if one person has the question, generally more than one of our clients has the same question. And yeah. that way, th what they're getting is consistent teaching, consistent value. So we're not like trying to make up the answers as we go along. Everybody is getting the same answers so that we're solving the same issues that may crop up from time to time. Yeah. Um, you know, what's nice about thinking, you know, again, you know, just trying to provide some value to our, you know, uh, to our, to our, our, our guests that's listening right now too, you know, thinking about this, how could you open source to your clients as they start to use your services and work with you may come up with ideas or they might run experiments that you've never done. And do you, should you encourage that or should, and we encourage that. Um, and we wanna stay in close communication with our clients and figure out what are they doing that works. You know, think about like, for example, Joanna, one of our clients, like how she's taken an aspect of what we do and just blown it up. And so obviously when someone, one of our clients has success, we're like, Ooh, what did you do? And now it's, we, we encourage that and, you know, more of a kind of a community minded relationship with all of our clients. We want them helping each other. We want them communicating. We want them figuring out what's working and also what's not working. And if, if we can hear from multiple voices, Oh, that's something we really need to address. Um, that's good. Like we want, I'm all, I'm all about glass houses. Right. Um, I mean, and, we, we try to, teach our clients that networking is key to business growth well we also want our clients to network with each other you know we're not trying to hide everybody from everybody else um it's just you know like for instance you know we recently had a series of trainings that we did with our clients and one of the things that came up was hey could we give each other podcast reviews i mean that's invaluable, right? Like we want them all to be networking and that's a great way, a, another great example of how, you know, we're bringing our clients together. Um, so we're not just preaching or we're, we're practicing what we're preaching. <laughs> Kimberly, I know, um, you know, on that note, you know, you want your clients to get together and network and build a community. Um, you also want like within our organizations, like there's um, what things do you do or have you seen or been involved in? We're a virtual team. 
Um, you know, a few of us live in Florida, um, but other than that, we're kind of scattered about. What what things do we do or do you do internally um, to kind of help, you know, stay connected, um, you know, make it a little bit more enjoyable to work? You know, it's like most of us are like, we're all home alone. We got kids maybe running around or something like that. But most of us, uh, you know, we're, we're, we don't go into an office that up my influence. We never have. No, we don't. And I realized that we needed more of of the kind of the working together. So we implemented a co-working day. Um, so every Wednesday, all of the pod coaches and myself, and sometimes Elisa, um, come and we we work together. And a lot of times I'm like, you guys are so quiet. It's because I'm such a talker. <laughs> But they're, you know, they're working together. They bring their questions if they have any questions for me for me on things. Um, they bring those and we like we we all learn. Like I learn something new almost every time. And we all, you know, like learn, but we're all together and it's not it's it's not as um so isolating. And then also if any of the pod coaches want to, you know, have questions, I always say, let's just jump on a Zoom call. Cause then, you know, again, you get that face to face and you're um you have the camaraderie. Um, I was afraid to say that word that I wouldn't say it correctly. Um, <laughs> that would write to me. Of us all being together. So I I really like that. I hope the pod coaches like it as well. Um so that, and we do have a, you know, company wide meeting on, you know, once a week as well, but this just helps. This just, it's more, it's casual and come with your questions, come with your, you know, like question. I mean, really it's come with your questions, come with your lunch. <laughs> come with your, yeah. A lot of times I'm eating because. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, a lot of times I'm eating and, and I apologize always, but um. Yeah, they, I, I like it because I'm a people person, so it helps me. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Um, where do you, um, oh, 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 Elise, I was going to ask you, um, you know, because I know that you had served um, as an ombudsman. Is that the, was that? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Can, can you talk, maybe maybe share a little bit, I mean, because it's fascinating, um, kind of some of the stuff that you've done. And then, um, you know, you have a background, of, uh, you know, in corporate as well. Um, but how did, um, like, the th particularly the things that you learned in all of your work um, as a military ombudsman for, for the base that you were, uh, you and your family were stationed at, um, like, what did you learn and gain from that? And how did that help that military kind of environment experience, like how had that, how has that empowered you today? Uh, well, I've always been the type to walk into a room and then be in charge in about five minutes. Um, <laughs> but uh, I became the ombudsman for Riverine Squadron 3, go Navy. Um, Agreed, yes. Yes. <laughs> Lots of us are Navy here. Um, well, our fighting which... words, you know. <laughs> Go Air Force. Air Force. <laughs> Air Force. <laughs> it, was, it was a new experience. My husband had been in the Navy for quite some time. And when we think of Navy, we think of big gray ships out in the middle of the ocean. But uh, this time it was going to be an expeditionary command, which oh. meant boots on ground. Uh, that was going to be a whole new experience. And as I sat there thinking, 
you know, this is kind of a scary aspect. And if I'm feeling trepidatious, what do new people, new spouses or girlfriends or moms and dads of, you know, very young sailors in this program, how are they going to feel? So um, I applied and wowed over the commander, um, got the position, and then really dove in. And I think in a way, I mean, it kind of helped me, helped me um, lay the ground for like an HR kind of thing, like, you know, learning about what it really means to be private. Not that I wasn't private before in my own personal life, but, you know, the, what it means to somebody else and, uh, and really learning how to be a leader, getting up and speaking in front of people, um, you know, on a monthly basis, um, taking care of, you know, issues that came up. I mean, I got to say like the one year that the guys were gone, um, we there was like a rash of suicide attempts, um, starting from Thanksgiving, going all the way to New Year's, and you know one of our um, one of our officers who had stayed behind, he was like, "What's your New Year's wish?" And I'm like, "To get through Valentine's Day without another attempt," you know, and it was just such a scary time, you know, cause I have to be the strong one, uh, for all of these families. And so it was such a huge responsibility. And even though I've had other responsibilities, you know, I've been in charge of, I was an office manager for United Way, uh, for two counties. Um, I've also worked for Makita power tools in the corporate office. Um, being an ombudsman took it to a whole other level in how to be a leader and not be, you know, lead from the front and not lead from the back. Um, you know, understanding that bullying is not a form of leadership. You know, you have to meet your people where they're at and encourage along the way you know like for me you know like to discipline in private praise in public I did the same thing with my kids um and so it was I mean I I hope that everybody here would have something good to say I've been disciplined <laughs> in private style. by you <laughs> but uh, you know I I try to meet everybody where they're at being not just sympathetic but empathetic to their needs and not judge anybody um, on any basis because, you know, people have their lives to live and who am I to judge? <laughs> so, I, you know, being an ombudsman was very important part of my life. And I think the testament to how well I did was that even after my husband retired, <laughs> they kept me on for a while and didn't want to get rid of me. And I had to like for months and months, I'm like, you've got to replace me. So, um, but you know, I was really honored. I was really honored to serve in that capacity um, because it was needed at that time. Well, we are honored that you serve 
your country in that way. And, and uh, we are also honored that you get to, to serve all of us in, in, in your leadership capacity uh, without my influence. Alisa, you're indispensable and this company, there's no way it, it could run without you. I mean, it's just, you're just absolutely, you know, it's just such a big, you're, you're the, you're the keystone uh, or the, the capstone, uh, uh, you know, of, of this organization. So I'm just very, very grateful for you and everything that you do as I am for for everyone um within the group but um yeah you uh not only do you do you lead exceptionally well but um you know again you um you you're also um in you continue to innovate as well which is really really helpful and i think you're you know part of your sensitivity to the needs of both clients audiences you know internally and stuff um absolutely shows so all right appreciate it yeah let's what do you want what, what is everybody watching Lately, movies or TV shows? What are you watching? Ah, uh, The Last of Us. Ah, <laughs> yes. Yes. Episode oh, three, be still my heart. <laughs> let's let's be careful with spoilers. Uh, I'm watching but... House actually. What is it? It's House. It's not new, but it's oh, okay, great. Go through different. I just Breaking finished bad. watching all of Blue Bloods. Wow. <laughs> Very. And sad I'm catching up on Breaking Breaking Bad. Oh, I know it's really, really old. Yes, really old. I just like... watched it like last year. <laughs> did Did you yes, already but... finish Better Call Saul? Mm -hmm. Not yet. Oh, so you're watching them. <laughs> so so, good. You, so, so yes. have you seen any Better Call Saul? Not yet. I'm oh, getting there. Oh my gosh, you get to see the whole thing in, in <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say in order or whatever. Not, <laughs> in order certainly of like when it was published, but what a journey you are in store oh for. Oh my gosh. What a okay, great I'm series. excited. Both, both of them, both Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. I think I probably like Better Call Saul a little bit better, but they're both really kind good. of the same formula. So good. I am looking forward to the new Walking Dead coming out. Really? I haven't Daryl decided Dixon. yet. Yeah, I am interested to see how they're going with him being over in France and the different kinds of zombies. So I'm going from one zombie show to another. I know we just finished The Walking Dead and I'm I'm still undecided yeah. on how I feel about the new ones and if I'm going to watch those yet. But are you talking about a, a new series or is it yeah, just Yeah, they're series? doing a spin-off. Oh. So they have a couple of one at least one spin-off. They're two spinoffs. Two, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm not right. a zombie fan, so I don't think I'll ever watch. I love them. it. Zombies <sighs> and end of the world apocalypse, or even time traveling type stuff. Love it. I'm with Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Kimberly. I'm with Kimberly. My anxiety was like, no, it's, the world's gonna end tomorrow. No. <laughs> I mean, I could be zombie <laughs> I couldn't even watch Stranger Things all the way through. So oh my I mean, my kids watched it and they're, you know, teenagers and I couldn't do it. <laughs> I'm also, I'm enjoying this season of CSI Vegas. I'm so glad that they brought Catherine back. Um, I don't know if it's permanent and I'm kind of like, mm, are they going to kill her off? Because it seems like the way they're going with the storyline, somebody's dying. <laughs> Oh. Well, and I I enjoy all the CSIs, so maybe I should just um, rewatch them. <laughs> I, I, I started Criminal yesterday. Minds. Criminal Minds was good, and then I watched all of Bones. Oh, I have to watch Bones twice. 
See, I'm like a serial watcher because I because I can just have it in the background. Remember, I like people, so I, I'm not on a call. I'm usually just like listening to something. <laughs> I do that with friends. It's on in the background. Friends. In the oh office. yes, exactly. <laughs> friends, <laughs> always, always. <laughs> and Sherlock. All of the Friends episodes, like three or four times. On one of my cruises, I actually won an award for friends trivia so that was fun ah, oh, oh nice Catherine, are you watching anything um I'm watching the last of us um and the rookie I love Nathan Fillion so oh, yes maybe, maybe someday I'll meet him at comic-con so we'll see yeah actually wow. I've seen I've watched castle through twice um, and I love the rookie and I really do like the spinoff, the rookie fed. Um, oh. I like that one too. There are certain shows that, you know, I like, you know, I'll wait for them, but then I get tired. I get, I get anxious, not anxious, but I get excited about the next week. So I have to like start a series. So I have something in there. <laughs> yeah. So but, what do we all do on our off time? Uh, well, we know it. Uh, and Elisa do <laughs> and and Catherine also like I I know Catherine um because I I've known her husband for gosh I don't know 13 years now um <laughs> through World of Warcraft wow. as well so yeah <laughs> I know I'm ready for another meetup let's go I know every once in a while we're getting together live in person. I know I was trying to think of something to do for my birthday next month where we could all get together, but I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you, you know how they, uh, you know, some companies will do team building exercise. I wonder how World of Warcraft reveals uh, you know, like personality types and or, ooh, with this, it's it, it's like, yeah, we'll consider hiring you for our company, but first we have to watch you play World of Warcraft for a little bit. <laughs> oh, that would well, be Well, I, I run the guild that we're all in and I've I've run it for about 15 years now. So I, and I run that wow. the way I do this company. So nothing <laughs> <laughs> changes. <laughs> but Catherine, I know, goes to Comic-Cons Mm -hmm. um she's gone to a lot of oh wow. we have to have a conversation about that i've actually been to one in florida because we had an extra like seven hours when we were coming back from disney world and so we just hopped on over to comic-con or whatever it was called is it megacon that, here megacon Elisa? Here, yes yeah yes that was busier oh my goodness it was busier than disney world Oh yeah, I've been to the, the wow. Megacon here and I'll never go again because it's literally shoulder to shoulder. You're just yeah. kind of like moving like a fish oh. in, in but, the crowd. But my kids saw a bunch of like YouTubers that they love. So they got to like have picture, my boys did. And then my daughter saw a couple of characters that she she got a picture with Wally and then a picture with somebody else. I have no idea who the character was. Nice. Um, but yeah, that one... Yeah. And after that, I was like, no, anytime they call it Fanex here in Salt Lake. And they've gone and dressed up together, like all three of my kids, um, a couple of times. Last time it was the Stranger Things, they dressed up together as that. And the time before that, it was the kids from Gravity Falls. My uh. six foot, um, you know, like 20 year old at the time and my like four foot oh. were the twins. <laughs> 
Oh so, my yeah. gosh. That's so I cool. don't really care for it because there's just way too many people and I have no idea who anyone is. <laughs> but I, they enjoy it. So Catherine, how many have you been to? Oh, I don't know how many. Uh, I've been to a lot of the um, Comic-Con or the San Diego Comic-Con um, over the years, um, except for the times that COVID happened. Um, then um, actually last weekend, we took a day and went to the Emerald City Comic-Con here in Seattle. Wow. And that was fun. And then actually, we're going to go to Kansas City next weekend to the Comic-Con there. So, Oh, my wow. gosh. Boys wow. Going. You're my serious God. about this. Oh, yeah. Oh, serious. <laughs> so we're going wherever we can. So do you dress up? No, I have not done any cosplay yet, but we're thinking of what we want to do and even make a little cosplay outfit for our three-year-old daughter. So, oh, that would be adorable. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big thing that my kids were saying, mom, you can't go if you don't dress up. And I was like, I ain't going then. (laughs) (laughs) I've been dressed up since I was 12. I mean, (laughs) yeah, but they love it. Like again, even my, you know, now 22 year old, he'll dress up with his little sister and I mean, my my middle child went so far as to calling grandma because she was coming to visit that weekend and we couldn't find certain things here that he needed. And she called he called grandma and she brought them. She went out and looked for stuff and she brought them because there were certain things that he had to have. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. get it, um, but everybody knew who he was. So I guess that that's the best part. <laughs> All right. So here's here's the challenge. You have two weeks to prepare and life or death, you have to cosplay at a Comic-Con. What are you dressing up as? Two weeks to prepare. You got two weeks. No, no, I'll give you I'll give you three weeks just in case there's a shipping delay on something. Three weeks. Three weeks. You got 21 days to prepare. I think I will be go with Ray. Oh, Star Wars. Oh, yes, I can see that. Okay, me, I'm thinking the Baymax guy from Wally, because that's what you <laughs> to like walk around in that. <laughs> can I just be Bernadette? Because I can already. Oh my that. God. <laughs> that's what Angelique said one time from uh, Bernadette, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Yes. <laughs> Bernadette, yes, Bernadette from the Big the Bang, Big Bang Theory. Theory. Oh. I'm only like five foot, so I'm just like maybe. A couple inches taller than she is in real life. So, but you need like a headband because doesn't she always wear a headband? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And glasses. I, I think she does. Yes. And the glasses. Yeah. Potentially, you could pull off an Angela from the <laughs> office as well. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I could probably do that. <laughs> yes. Okay, Catherine. What about you? And I've been wanting to do a family one. So, like from How to Train Your Dragon, we have my husband was like hiccup. Uh... Um, pick up and, and yes then, and then have uh, my little daughter dressed in like toothless you know dragon out that is so cute oh that's so cute so, so i need to do it before she gets too big <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay what about you elisa um i would probably go as like sherlock holmes just because it's Ooh. it fits me um, yes, it does. I do, what I do as my hobby mm-hmm. is genealogy so I love mm-hmm. solving mysteries are you watching <laughs> poker face by the way um I started it so okay all right 
yeah. I, we love it. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I love the Knives Out movies. Yes, it. yes, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would um, on the cosplay. I think I'd. It would be. It would be a lot of fun to go as like a Joel, Mike, or Jonah from uh, MST3K. But I'd have to have like Crow or uh, Tom Servo with me. So I'd get the Gizmonics Institute jumpsuit and get ready to riff some movies. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and Josh, great. you love going and seeing tribute bands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's an understatement. So my <laughs> wife and I have just gotten obsessed with seeing, uh, so uh, so yeah, it's a tribute band. So uh, I'll, 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 let me rattle off a few that we've seen over the past few months. So Orlando is kind of nice because we have a lot of great local traveling touring bands in, in Florida. Um, and then ones that will just make a stop here. Um, best one, I think that we've saw and that we've seen recently, uh, there was Strange Love, which is the Tepesh Mode tribute band. They travel nationally and internationally. They are really, really good. We saw them for New Year's Eve here in Orlando. They were fantastic. There's another one, Love Song, The Cure. They are absolutely great. Um, the Cult. Uh, I've, and it's kind of funny because I've become friends with a lot of these folks now. So like we start to like, I'll post some pictures and I'll tag them. And then like, we just get connected and stuff. Uh, the cult, there was a police one, no doubt green day, uh, new order, uh, journey, of course, like, um, classic albums live travels a lot. If you ever get to see them, they don't do tribute bands, but they, um, the, um, like the audio sounds precisely like it does on the album. And that's kind of like their big claim to fame. They don't do like a big showy, you know, they're not playing, you know, goofing around. They're pretty much there to just replicate the audio precisely. Note for note, cut for cut. That's kind of their thing. But Classic Albums Live is absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, we've we've seen quite a few. And and we'll, we're started to like, we'll hit the other like, Jacksonville, Melbourne, Tampa, like we'll we'll go to to catch a good band. Oh, uh, the Chili so Peppers. The Strawberry um, Festival. They had a lot of good ones there. Who? Strawberry Festival. They had a lot a few bands there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I didn't go to that one. Um, yeah, the Red Hot Chili Poppers. Um, they're really fantastic locally. We love them. Soundgarden. We saw them. They were okay. Um, the best thing that they did is they closed out the show with a Rage Against the Machine song, um, "Killing in the Name of," which was fantastic at Disney Springs House of Blues and he's like okay so there's going to be some potty mouth in this song I can't say it on stage contractually but you can so, yeah. and if you know killing the name of yeah it's at the end it kind of closes big <laughs> so awesome. yeah and if anybody knew Josh from his younger years I mean he totally rocked the flock of seagulls haircut yeah that, oh that my was God. my thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah given enough preparation and time i i i think i could pull off a a uh um one of those i could pull off a flock of seagulls look today if i keep keep the, i just got a haircut but yeah it would it would be the the legacy 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 tour of flock of seagulls at this point i think <laughs> They're still traveling. They're still touring. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
Oh, awesome. Well, thank you, everybody, for a little fun 1500th episode. Thank you to our listener that's been just kind of listening and in a big chat fest and uh, hopefully got some interesting insights to some stuff, too. So, uh, again, Elisa, Kimberly, Angelique, Sabrina, Catherine. And by the way, we have many, many, many other folks on the team. We've got a whole production department. Of course, we've got like social media and YouTube and like video editing and We've got tech people and we've got more pod coaches and we, it takes it takes a small, it takes a village to to do what we do. And, and we absolutely love it. I, I love having a great team. I love creating great outcomes. And, uh, you know, we're, we're a very people-centric organization to, to get done what we need to get done. And it's just such a joy being able to work with you guys. Thanks, yes. Nice. Really. Thank, thank you. you. So much. Well, thank you, everybody. <laughs> All right. To our production team, now's where you take it and close it up with our closing and you edit it right here. <laughs> Thanks to our production team, who we love. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.